Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's week three and this is session five. And today is a mid-tier workout. Now after quite an intense week, this one is going to be a nice little finish to it. You're going to need some power from the legs, but it's not going to be a really destructive high-end mid-tier workout. Because what we're doing today is 20 minutes at 24 strokes per minute. And your pace is going to be right about 2k plus 12, which works out as 5k plus 7. Okay, so in order to get the pace up, you're going to need a good solid push from the legs, which is what we've been working on this week. But... It shouldn't be too tough. Anyway, let's get straight into our four-minute warm-up. Start off by setting the drag factor on your machine. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video on the YouTube channel. Next, set up the monitor so that it's eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And then finally, the foot straps so they cover either the bottom lace in your shoe or if you're in socks like me, they let you just bend forward comfortably at the front. Okay, nice and quick in today's warm-up. I want to get going. So... Run about 18 strokes a minute. I'll talk you through it in three, two, one, go. Here we go. So just warming up, put first. First minute is just getting moving. I've had a nice lazy day, not really doing much today. So I think I need to send a nice signal to my brain that we're gonna be doing some work today. I mean, it's only 20 minutes we're working for, so... From a duration point of view, it's going to be in and around what you'll be spending on the machine when you actually do your 5k. Maybe plus or minus a couple of minutes, depending on whether you're... how much faster than a two-minute average split you are, or how much slower. But should be close enough. All right. So we're a minute into this warm-up. So I want you to start just thinking about your body position. Really focus on what's happening with your back. That forward lean at the front. Holding it and then swinging into that backward lean as you finish the stroke. Now, 24 strokes a minute is a, a good compromise of, feels low rates, but you'll have to put it in force. So we don't have to go too hard on this warm up. Just have to make sure you're warm. One more stroke, then take one foot out of the strap and continue rowing with one foot still in. Try not to change your technique too much. You still want to give a nice solid drive with the leg that's still in the foot straps. Proper compression 
into the front of the machine. Last stroke there. Swap over your feet. Keep going with the other foot. It's a good drill for flexibility. Kind of lets you get into this compression at the front a little bit easier than when both feet are in. So it helps stretch you off, ready for the start of the row. One more stroke, and then put both feet in, slight bend to the knees, then back and arms. Just pick up the power with your back, and then finish by pulling in with your arms. Rock through the hips, rather than rounding your back forwards and back. Pick up the flywheel as you rock back to your hips. Slide to the front, straight arms, and then just push with your legs. Keeping those arms nice and straight with the forward lean of your back. Just find that catch point at the front of the machine as you pick up the flywheel. Try and get it without your butt scooting back. Two more strokes, one more, and that's just all done with the warm-up. If you don't feel you're warm enough, then keep on rowing lightly. Otherwise, just keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink while I explain one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, what we're doing today is 20 minutes at 24 strokes per minute. And your pace is going to be 2k plus 12, which is around about 5k plus 7. So it's really just get from the legs, hit the groove, 20 minutes of rowing, and then that's you done for a good mid-tier workout today, okay? Um, now, like I say, make sure you're nice and warm for this. I don't want you to uh, be cold and not be able to hit pace instantly. I want to kind of get up there and just hold it for the whole 20 minutes. Remember, fitter, faster, stronger. <laughs> and sensibler, if that's such a word. Right, so here we go then. So 20 minutes, 24 strokes per minute in three, two, one. My old favourite stroke rate, well, my current favourite stroke rate. 24 is just what I like. Now for me, I'm still working off a 145 2K time. So I want to be holding 157 where I'm at right now for the whole row which as we start off the row doesn't feel too taxing but as we get through it I'm sure by the time we get down to the latter stages of it it'll feel tougher but still firmly within the mid-tier category. In fact, I've done longer rows. I think we did like 25 minutes at the same pace and stroke rate 
during the 2K plan. But like I say quite a lot, these sessions are all helping out each other. They feed each other in terms of intensity and where the focus is. So, because we started off session, sorry, week three with quite an intense cardio piece. And then session three was an intense muscle power piece. And both of the bottom tier workouts this week have been higher bottom, if you get what I mean. There's been a bit more intensity to the bottom tiers this week. So this final session of the week isn't one of the higher end mid-tier workouts because I want to make sure you don't tap out your energy reserves which even though you should be having a, at least one day off If you're completely depleting your energy stores by making this too intense a workout, by the time you come around to start week four, you may not have fully recovered yet. So that's the thinking behind the duration and pacing of this session. Now, you know what your rest of the week is going to be like. You know when you'll be starting the next week. So, if you feel that 2k plus 12 or 5k plus 7 isn't giving you the workout that you need with that in mind, then feel free to add or subtract a second or two to my pacing suggestion but 
that's only if you know you have enough time to recover before you start week four. It's always a good idea to commit to a plan if you just step in and out of it and pick and choose the sessions you want to do it won't work as well for you and you'll find you'll be doing the wrong amount of sessions when it comes to your energy system so I'm just trying to protect you from an energy point of view as well as from a technique point of view which is why I always talk about technique and I know I touched on it lightly in the warm-up but let's just spend a few minutes now that I've given you seven and a half minutes to just go about your own business let's both together have a quick analysis of what we're doing from a technique point of view on the rowing machine today now remember the power mostly comes from your legs so what you're trying to do is set yourself up at the front of the machine here to be able to get all of that power from your legs into the flywheel but you also have to make sure you're not wasting the extra power that you put in from your arms and from your back so the sequencing is legs first then back then arms so it goes legs back arms legs back arms okay and then the reverse is true for the recovery there you go arms back legs 
arms back, legs. And that's it. So you stroke, legs back, arms, arms back, legs. I won't talk you through it too often, because I'll run out of puff. That's the stroke, but we're halfway down. Keep going. But how do you make sure to keep that sequencing right and ensure that you're getting the 50% of the power coming from legs, then 30 from your backswing, and then the final 20 from your arms. Well, two key things are to keep your arms straight until the end of the stroke, and also to keep a forward lean of your back as you start the leg drive. So, approach the machine with a powerful posture from your back leaning in to a one o'clock position. Shoulders past your hips, sitting on your sit bones, not, not on the back of your butt where it's all tucked under you. Gonna be powerful shoulders over hips. Slide forward enough with the seat so that your shins are at a vertical position. Try not to come up too much shallower and certainly don't go so far that the seat is whacking off your heels or the foot stretchers. <coughs> Vertical shins are enough. Gets the angle right as you drive backwards with the legs. So, shins vertical, body leaning forwards, arms straight, and then with nice relaxed arms and relaxed shoulders, push the machine away with your legs. So just visualize, push with the legs. Don't think about your arms any further than concentrating on keeping them straight 
as you push the machine away from you. And make sure to keep that forward lean as you engage that drive. And what happens, if you get it right, is the power travels through your body, through your straight arms, into the handle, and into the flywheel. And that's why you hear a real rip of acceleration at the start of every drive. And also, if you get it right from a body lean and posture when leg drive, you should feel your butt get slightly light on the seat. Not taken off, that'd be bad, but as the power comes from your legs into your arms, the seat or your butt on the seat is slightly lighter. Then, as your leg drive is about halfway done, that is when you rock through the hips and go from your forward lean into your backward lean to about 11 o'clock. And as your backward lean is very almost done, that's the point to bend your elbows, send your elbows through your sides, a good powerful pull in of the handle using your lats squeezing those shoulder blades together and that is how you efficiently put in 50% of your power from your legs 30 from your back and 20 from your arms but there's still efficiencies to be had like on the return making sure as you finish the handle into your chest you have a braced core that you're not slumping your lower back so what happens is you pull the handle in and then release it at the same speed you brought it in at that then engages the momentum 
for your body to just rock over the hips which is why the posture is so important if you're finishing the stroke with a slumped rounded back it takes energy and force to get your body back into that efficient forward lean again so let your posture and arm return take care of the start of your recovery and then once the handle is over your knees and your body is rocking forwards or should have finished rocking forwards that's when you just bend your knees to effortlessly slide to the front of the machine in exactly the right position to start the next stroke so each stage of the stroke is about feeding into the next stage everything's always moving nothing ever stops even as you get to the front into the compression it's an instant reversal of motion by slamming your heels down and using the kind of spring you've developed from being at the front in that forward lean with vertical shins well here we go then four strokes to go two strokes two one we're all done how quick was that how did i do aiming for 157 37.4 0.1 0.6 bang on and then 0.7 so an average of 57.4 so a tiny bit slower than the pace i was aiming for but i'd say that's kept it right in the middle of a mid right in the perfect mid intensity row that i'd want it to be after the week we've just had okay let's kick right into a two minute cool down told you it's a quick session today in three two one go now if you feel that actually hang on actually you should have done more then maybe consider doing some core work do some ab rollouts or plate twists or even hold on to a plate above your head and rock back and forwards while sitting on the machine not every session has to leave you 
destroyed. This is about building and feeding your body to be able to maintain a plan. They can't all be tougher than you expect them to be. So make sure and rest up for at least a day before starting week four. Let your body recover. Let your muscles heal and rebuild. Make sure and come back to week four fitter, faster and stronger. That's why it's on the t-shirt. And I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know how you feel. I mean, I'm not talking down this session in any way. I'm just aware that a lot of the sessions I do probably feel more intense than less intense. And it's just about time I did one that felt less intense. Right, one more stroke for me. And that's me done for the day. You keep on going just while I sign off. But that's it for week three. It's been the intensity one. Hopefully we've kind of surfed the wave nicely into the bottom part that then means you'll hit week four back up and recovered, okay? So, hashtag for this one is recovery, okay? Because this is what I wanted to really get across in this row is that you can row to recover. The point is you cap, even if you're going intense with a slightly higher rate and pace, as long as you cap the distance, it keeps it manageable and you're not gonna destroy yourself. So you can start to gauge your own body that way, okay? So, hashtag recover for today. Um, and that's it, I'm off, so I'll see you in week four. In the meantime, make sure and sit, uh, not sit, <laughs> make sure and hit subscribe on the YouTube channel or on the podcast or whatever. Make sure you get notifications so you know when I put the next ones up. Check out the Facebook page, just facebook.com slash rollalong. Say hi, it's great to know you're out there. And remember, stay safe, be well. Uh, we're all in this together, so let's row hard, row strong, and we'll be fitter, faster, stronger soon okay bye bye for more info and to check out the youtube videos go to rowalong.com <laughs>